Hey fam, welcome to the Prophetic Listening Podcast, the art of hearing God's perfect will. The podcast that invites you to tune into God's guidance and discover His flawless plan for your life. I'm Michelle Honora, your host, and I'm thrilled to have you here. I'm an author, speaker, and spiritual direction coach, as well as the founder and director of the Center for Prophetic Listening, a Christian education center dedicated to the practice of prophetic listening. In a world filled with noise and distractions, finding clarity in God's will can be a challenge, especially if you're facing significant life transitions. Whatever challenges you're encountering, you're about to learn how to discern God's perfect will for both significant and everyday situations. Because let's be honest, sometimes you'd rather not rely on worldly advice or someone's random opinion. Most of the time, you simply want to hear directly from God. If you've ever wondered about God's plan for your life, needed His guidance in difficult moments, or simply longed for a closer connection with Him, this podcast is your spiritual GPS. It will empower you to navigate life's twists and turns with unwavering confidence, knowing you are in alignment with God's purpose every step of the way. So tune in, open your heart, and embark with me on this sacred quest to hear God's voice and discern His perfect will for your life. Welcome to the Prophetic Listening Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the Prophetic Listening Podcast. My name is Michelle Honora, and I'm your host. I'm also the founder and director of the Center for Prophetic Listening. Now, for those of you who do not know what prophetic listening actually is, prophetic listening is basically a form of listening prayer where two or more believers gather together, they listen to God's voice, um, and they basically seek Holy Spirit for very specific answers to specific questions. So we're kind of putting Holy Spirit on the spot, not that he isn't already prepared to answer. And I have with me our inaugural guest, Johnny Lifite. Um, did I pronounce that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's okay. great. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you for joining me, Johnny. I really do appreciate it. Um, Johnny and I were just talking a little bit before I hit the record button. And um, he shared with me a little bit about what brought him onto, uh, onto the podcast and why he responded to my, my call for guests. Um, would you mind telling, just repeating that really quickly so that the audience has a little bit of context for how you, how you found out about this? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I had initially heard your interview on the Sean Bowles Exploring the Prophetic podcast yeah. a while ago. I can't remember when that aired, um, but it really intrigued me, the process. And that was kind of in a season of life when I was starting to learn more about hearing God's voice and things like that. It really, um, like I said, piqued my interest. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I started following, you know, your social media. I'd read your books at least once or twice. Um, and then saw that you had um, a call out for podcast guests. So that kind of is what brought me here today. Nice, nice. Well, I'm super stoked that you're here. And um, without further ado, why don't we just dive right in? Because the purpose of this podcast, as I was stating just a, a few minutes ago, is I want people to know what prophetic listening is. I want mm -hmm. them to see it and kind of get a taste for it because it's one of those things where it's like, listening like you piques your interest but you're like what the heck is that right. <laughs> there's not a lot of context for it just like a few years ago there wasn't a lot of context for sozo so this is a, a really cool opportunity for people to to kind of experience it so having read the book you kind of already know the process a bit but we'll just walk you through it again for the sake of our audience Please and uh, so really quickly just confirming you have a pen and paper on you correct that is correct. Okay, great. And uh, why don't you go ahead and just tell me a little bit about what you're wanting to seek the Lord's uh, direction on. And, um, and then we'll come up with, let's just say three questions to start with uh, and ask. 
Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I'm sure you face this all the time and that's the purpose of prophetic listening, but I uh, find myself in a bit of transition with, I guess, kind of at a uh, proverbial fork in the road in lots of ways with decision points of should I go this way or that way. So I'm currently living up here in New England. Um, I live in Maine. That's where I'm from. And uh, so a lot of it has to do just with my path forward. Um, what does the Lord have for me as far as job, you know, career, et cetera. I'm very passionate about ministry involved in my church. So I guess a few action items that I can think of right now, as I mentioned, my job, you know, where, where's that, uh, where's the Lord in that? And I also have opportunity to go into full-time ministry. So it's like, okay, do I pr- pursue more of a secular career or do I go into full-time ministry and I'm not a huge fan of the whole you know secular sacred divide but I'm just using that language uh, for the purposes of describing where I'm at so that's kind of a big one and there's there are things that um, pull on my heart either way um, with family being here some opportunity um, has also popped up um, elsewhere around the country in Virginia particularly Um, so should I stick around here in New England should I move to Virginia should I go into more of a secular uh, career field? Should I pursue ministry? Those are some big things. Uh, I mean, I don't know how far we get into this, but um, there's also relationship stuff, particularly with someone that um, I've been kind of pursuing at the moment and seeing where the Lord is on that. So these, these are probably some of the biggest things that are on my mind right now in this season of life. It's not one of those things where I'm like trying to dig up opportunity. It's like I've got a lot of opportunity and trying to figure out, okay, well, which which path is the way to go? So yeah. I mean, I'm... it's a good problem to have that you have a lot of opportunity, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I appreciate that. I mean, it's it's great. Um, but, you know, I'm I don't I'm not one of those guys that wants to be overly spiritual. And yet at the same time, you know, if the Lord's not in it, then I don't want it. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. Okay. Okay, cool. So let's try to take that and put it into like your top three questions. Mm. So do you want to start with, it sounds to me though, that like you're considering maybe moving away from Maine. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, So right now the, the opportunity that's present at the moment in leaving Maine would be going to Virginia down to Richmond, Virginia. And that's actually also where the full-time ministry opportunity is as well. So it kind of where I live is also slightly tied to that, the job slash career choice at the same time, you know, changes kind of everything uproots your life, but yeah. And you've lived in Maine your whole life. So I've actually lived um, in Colorado Springs before, and I, I lived in Virginia once before as well, but for all intents and purposes, I've lived in Maine most of my life. Yes. Most of your life. Okay. All right. So why don't we can just ask the Lord, are you calling me to move to Virginia? Mm. Would that be a fair question? That's, I'd say that's spot on. Okay. So I want you to go ahead and write that question down on your sheet. Um, And we're just going to number these so that we can keep them, keep track of them. Because sometimes (laughs) God likes to go out of order. So we'll make the first question. Are you calling me to Virginia? Okay. And then it sounds like the next question we need to ask is if he's calling you to 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 take this opportunity, this full-time ministry opportunity. If you, are you currently like part-time ministry then? So um, I, yes, functionally, I do a lot of work with my church. I volunteer there a lot. I preach probably about once a month as well. So that's kind of been my career field at the moment and then fit in um, church and ministry when I can. Mm, Okay. Okay. That's fair. 
So, but yeah, let's ask him about this full-time ministry opportunity. Are you calling me? It would be fair to say, are you calling me to take this? this yeah. Job? And then lastly, we need to ask about uh, this young lady that you're pursuing. Now, are you guys in a relationship or well, you're in a situationship? Uh, yeah, well, it was about to be a relationship. I'll just say that her and I have been really good friends for a long time. She goes to my church, we're involved in we happen to be in the same circles, just seems like everywhere. And a lot of similar. And I would say I was working more towards making that official, like asking her. But um, then literally this opportunity down in Virginia, our full-time ministry and all of that came up and I was like, whoa, okay, well, this would change a lot. And, you know, that's also a lot for someone to take in and could potentially be a, a, a make or break type of type of situation. So, you know, part of me has wondered like, okay, is this call to Virginia? The Lord is obviously aware of my situation and everything that's going on in my life. And if he's calling me down there, is that an intentional call away from where I am now and the people that I'm with? Or is he making a way in the midst of all of that for it to still work out? I don't know. So that's why a lot of these things are kind of connected. And that's that's where I'd say I'm at with that. Totally understand. Okay. So normally I help to frame the question, but because this is so close to your heart, mm-hmm. if you could ask God one thing about this relationship and, and this this young woman, what what bubbles up in your spirit? What comes to mind? I guess probably for me, like the thing that I would want to know is is if the Lord is in this relationship, if it's something that you would bless, you know, I actually just, okay. So I just heard him say, why didn't you ask me if this is my highest and best? Interesting. Okay. Let's ask him that. (laughs) Okay. So God, is this relationship or potential relationship your highest and best for me? All right. Okay. So for our captive audience, this is the prophetic listening book. I wrote it a couple years ago, three years ago. And uh, basically it, it describes the entire process. So I know Johnny, you've read this said a couple of times. Where's your review? I didn't see a review on Amazon. That's a great point. I should <laughs> you actually, so to be fair, I say I read it. Um, I listened to it on Audible. You did uh, read it then. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that Audible has you give a review, like at the end of every book when you finish one, but see if I, if I did that. Yeah. Do, do me a favor. Like let people, let the people know. Oh, absolutely. Uh, thanks. All right. So what I'm going to do now, um, as you know, there's the process of prophetic listening is basically I clear the room and that's just to make sure that there's no demonic spirits, you know, just any sort of um, spiritual influence that is not of God. Also, it helps to quiet down our minds. Right. And then uh, for those watching the process of listening God, listening to God is actually very simple. Essentially, there are four steps. You, you are still, and then you write down whatever that spontaneous thought, image, impression happens to be. So remind me, Johnny, your listening style is what? Is it the unction of the spirit? Is it? Yeah. So it's mostly unction, sometimes pictures. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, so, and that's another, that's a really good point. Cause a lot of times believers will have multiple ways of hearing mm-hmm. God's voice. It's not like you're on one lane and you, God can't speak to you any other way. Like, right. so he can speak to you through images, through music, even um, sometimes he plays song lyrics to me if he wants to get a specific point across. So we're just going to be open to, to what he has to say. And then really my role in all of this is to 
just be a, a container and a vessel for Holy Spirit to speak. Mm. So I'm just opening myself up to receive what he has to say for you and and share that. So there's no right or wrong to this. Yeah. And if there happens to be any sort of discrepancy or if we get uh, different answers for some reason, I have a whole process of how we can, um, you know, go back and just get some clarification. Okay. So essentially I'm going to open us up in prayer. I'm going to clear the room. Then I'm just going to ask the question. I think it's a good idea for us to just do one at a time. So I'll ask the first question. We'll both listen, write down what we receive. All I need you to do, Johnny, is tell me when you feel like you're ready, when you feel like Mm -hmm. you've received, you know, everything for that question at the moment. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Ready? Let's do it. Okay. So Laura, thank you so much for this time. I want to thank you for Johnny's heart to listen, to hear your voice and your voice alone. Lord, we come to you with expectant and grateful hearts. Your word says in James 1, 5, that you pour out wisdom liberally on all who ask for it. And so we take you at your word. Lord, we repent for all of our sins, sins of omission and commission. We come to you with clean hearts and pure consciences, and we receive the forgiveness your son died to give us. We renounce, disavow, and change our minds over any agreement with the enemy or the things of the enemy. We plead the blood of Jesus over us afresh. And right now, in the name of Jesus, I command any spirit that is not of God to be bound and silenced by the blood and the authority of Jesus Christ. Any spirit of deception, confusion, disorder, any spirit trying to disguise itself as light, as God's voice, as an angel of light, I cut off your tongues and I silence your voice. I banish you from our presence and bind you to the foot of the cross. Every last spirit, named or not named, that is not of God, you are banished from this place, rendered ineffective, and completely silenced. I revoke any invitation extended to you, knowingly or unknowingly, by me or by Johnny. Leave now, go to the foot of the cross, and do not return. We are children of the Most High King, and you are not allowed to speak to us or bring any sort of deception, confusion, or influence of any kind in Jesus' name. And in the name of Jesus, we plead the blood of Jesus over our hearts, minds, spirits, and bodies. We command our minds to be silent and still for the duration of this session. We place our minds, thoughts, understanding, and biases on the shelf, and we invite Holy Spirit within us to come to a place of prominence inside of us. Holy Spirit, we we invite you to take the driver's seat of our beings. We submit our minds, wills, and, wills, and emotions to you. Let us see what you see. Let us hear what you hear. Let us perceive what you and only you perceive. We want to receive what you have to say through your spotless lens. And so, Lord, we thank you for your voice, your presence, and your willingness to speak. Let us hear your voice and your voice alone. We come to you with ready and expectant hearts, and we thank you for the revelation you are about to give us. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. So, Lord, we lift up to you this first question, which is, are you calling Johnny to move from Maine to Virginia at this juncture of his life? Okay. All right. Here's the fun part. Yay. So, big reveal. What did you hear? Or what did you sense? Yeah. So, I think one of the ways that God often comes to me um, is through peace as well, and just kind of that unction. And I definitely sensed that piece when I was asking him, you know, am I, should I stay here? Should I go to Virginia? What, you know, what's your will for me? And I felt that piece around the decision, but I would say I almost kind of sensed this, um, this comment of I've prepared a place for you. So that's, that's what I had gotten. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. So what I heard was yes. And as I heard yes to the, to the question, are you calling me to move to Virginia? I saw fireworks popping kind of like kind of like fourth of july 
fireworks. Like, and I knew it meant celebration, Mm. that there was a celebration in that move. And then I paused for a little bit and just waited because sometimes God will just give me one word or a little picture. But then I heard him say, my son, do not fear. Or I heard him say, my son, do not fear. This is an opportunity of a lifetime. You have the choice to say no, but why would you? I have called you. Go. And then for a while, I didn't hear anything. I think I was just waiting for you to to finish. But then I heard him say, then I heard, I got the sense of my spirit of be still. Like he was trying to reassure you. And then he gave me Psalm 37, five, which says, commit everything you do do to the Lord, trust him and he will help you. That's awesome. Wow. That's amazing. And uh, that's the be still thing is really interesting. I, I almost, that's kind of been a theme, I feel like between me and the Lord for a while now. Wow. So, and, and a lot of what that sort of reassuring piece was that I was just mentioning to you about the way that he comes to me, it's almost kind of like that you know, his hand on my shoulder in a way, just giving me imparting that peace and, you know, to be still before the Lord. So that's, uh, that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, I appreciate that. Yeah. No, of course. Yeah. So one of the things I, I like to do um, before we move on to the next question, which is specifically about this, this job, and would you be coming on staff as, as um, a pastor or youth pastor of some sort, or is it more administrative? So it's for a parachurch organization, a nonprofit ministry, um, and it's based around for high school students, uh-huh. particularly. So 14 to 18 years old-ish, around that age range. Um, the collision? They, no. So it's called Teen Pact Leadership Schools. Um, so they teach leadership and civics um, from a biblical perspective, but really kind of use that as an on-ramp for discipleship. Mm-hmm. It's a very unique organization. Um, there are thousands of students that go through it every every year. It's a nationwide thing. Wow. And so um, I would be directly involved with leading a bunch of events, teaching, coaching, guiding um, people. A lot of our core leadership would be s- sort of under my care and supervision and would be showing them and teaching them how to care for, how to lead, how to coach, how to guide, how to disciple other people in the kingdom and in their relationship with the Lord. So that's amazing. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's a really cool organization, very unique, like I said, but um, so it's not directly um, some sort of pastoral. Yeah. Yeah. But I suppose that there's a lot of, I guess you could call pastoral care just in the way that you're overseeing, you know, people in their spiritual formation. Okay. Okay. So let's go ahead and ask the next question. Um, So father, I just thank you for the clarity that you just brought to your son regarding moving to Virginia, but Lord, we, we want to go deeper and we want to ask you uh, more specifically about this, this ministry opportunity, this full-time ministry opportunity. And it's a big leap of faith to step out from a secular, pretty stable uh, job and position and to to step into full-time ministry. And we just ask you, Lord, for this particular opportunity, this particular parachurch job, are you calling Johnny to step into this? Does this have his name written on it? Okay. Did you hear? I heard, well, first of all, I, I I, I kind of felt the Lord's just kind of intention and kindness over it. I felt like it was an assignment, like not not maybe something that is going to be super long-term, but a place that he has me for for a season, which kind of leads into the next part, which was I felt like he had um, essentially said that there, he's already prepared 
people for like me to cross their path, um, that he trusts me with the hearts of the young people there, that he's, uh, it's, it's an assignment to share the kingdom with them for a time. So, so what I heard was yes, go. And then I started seeing this uh, picture of, you know, how there are stones that can help you cross a Creek or a river, like a, a path, one stone at a time. I just, I heard him say, this is a stepping stone or these are stepping stones to greater that I, um, to greater. Then I heard him say, I have more for you, but you must start here. And then another one about when you prove trustworthy in the little things, he'll, he'll trust you with greater. And so I I got the strong sense that like what you had sensed that this is, this is not going to be a, a permanent lifelong position, but it is a stepping stone to, to the more that he, he has for you. And that's crazy um because i that's right in line with what i was kind of sensing there uh, just a minute ago so it's wild you know it's hey it's the same holy spirit he's speaking uh which is really really cool to see yeah yay god i love doing this because i mean i've been doing this for a few years now but it never fails to amaze me how in sync he oh is, yeah you know yeah even if it's not like exactly the same language it's the same themes that are being yeah. conveyed you know, it's, which is so, so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. So let's ask this next question that he literally gave us the language for. <laughs> he gave yeah. us the words for it. Yeah. Father, we just thank you for the clarity that you brought regarding this, uh, this job and this opportunity and, and for giving Johnny the peace and the boldness to, to step forward uh, in faith into this, this new season, this new beginning, this new opportunity. But right now, Lord, we do want to ask you, is this relationship that Johnny is currently uh, pursuing and, and considering and, and pondering with this young woman, is this relationship with her your highest and best for him? We just ask you to make that clear. Okay. Talk to me. All right. Um, these, I feel like it's in these moments that I'm like, ah, uh, you know, I, I don't want, um, obviously my own feelings or desires to get in the way, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that I felt like I heard him say that she, she will push you in ways that you need to be pushed and help you through the refining fire. I felt like, I felt like it was more, I don't want to say more than what he said. So that was kind of. I felt like it was more attributes, to be honest, than like a cut and dry yes or no. Mm. So I think that uh, there was a moment there, to be honest, where I was like, I kind of felt like um, he was saying that he would support it, that he would be behind it, but it's not his highest. And I don't know if that was just me or not, but that I, I would put that out there because that was something I kind of sensed. So that's, I'll just stop right there. I think that- Well, that's... no, I understand. And yeah. kudos to you, by the way, for being willing to listen, even if it's contrary to what you want. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, that's, that's enormous. Mm -hmm. A willingness to submit your desire to him. Right, yeah. Which is, that's what I want, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I will be honest, even as I asked the question, I already heard an ant, like I heard an answer, even as mm. I asked the question. And I think it comes easier to me because I'm, I'm not in it. I'm not in the right. of it. I, I don't even know her. But when I asked God, is this relationship with her, your highest and your best for you? I heard no, I heard, and then I paused and I, I heard no again. And it wasn't harsh. It was just a kind of matter of fact. And then I heard I have better. And then I heard, trust me. So what I heard was no, no, I have better. That was the answer I got immediately. And then there was a long pause where I didn't hear 
anything else. And I just thought, okay, well, I guess that's it. But then I heard him say, trust me, I will bless it if this is what you choose. But I have more. Wow. Yeah, I don't really like giving these words. Yeah, yeah no, I, I totally get it. But that's, I mean, that's kind of what I felt like I had received in the same way. I mean, I think in, in a way as a loving father, like if that's really what I went with, he'd be like, yeah, you yeah, know, go. Yeah, bless it. Right, exactly. Uh, but it's not, I mean based off of what both of us were were feeling. It's not as highest as you mentioned. Yeah. I don't know if you remember when I spoke with, with Sean on the podcast, but I, I mentioned how I was in a crossroads where I'd lost basically everything, my home, my car. I wasn't homeless, but I was, you know, just not, not in a very good spot. And I wanted to go home. I wanted to live with my parents and regroup and, you know, find another job and just forget this radical obedience stuff and just be on a, on a path of conventionality. And the Lord, I remember him telling me, I lived in California at the time. I went to the beach and I remember him telling me, if you go to New York where your dad is, I will bless you. Like, I will bless you. I will take care of you, but it wouldn't have been my best for you. If you stay here, it'll be my best for you. Not having known at that time that it was prophetic listening and this entire ministry that I'm doing now that awaited me. I had no idea. I'd, I'd never done any prophetic listening before. Right, right. That wasn't even a term. Right. <laughs> and had I gone to New York, he probably would have given it to somebody else. I mean, he probably would have created it, but it just, you know, but he very clearly told me like, yeah, I'll bless you. I'll take mm -hmm. care of you. You're my kid. Right. But it, I could bless you more here. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm sorry that, you know, because there's a, there's a big part of me that's like, I want to be yes, yes. Right, like, right, right. Yes. But I, I can't lie about what I heard. Yeah. No, I, you know, I think that uh, none of us are looking for, you know, I don't, I don't want to look for what I want, you know, to hear what the Lord has to say. And sometimes what he has to say isn't always what we want to hear, but that's, you know, I care more about his voice and, and his heart and where he's leading and guiding than to just, you know, fulfill all of my own personal desires. Um, I mean, I think that there have been seasons where I'm like, yeah, no, I, I'm going to do whatever I want. <laughs> but, you know, I think I'm, uh, and, and to be honest, this whole thing about moving to Virginia, it's kind of the same thing. It was such a curveball when the opportunity came up. I mean, I just never saw it coming and wasn't, it wasn't even in my field of vision or where I thought I was going or what I was doing. And as soon as it came up, I'm like, man, and literally everything in my life would be uprooted and, you know, the inconvenience to all of it. And how is this going to work out? And is this really, you know, where you're calling me? So it's like, I didn't even necessarily, you know, I have that in mind as something I wanted to do, but you know, it's, it's something that I feel his peace on. And I, I, it's, it's something that uh, I, I think I, and as much as my own mind was not able to comprehend it, I felt the Lord's peace and presence on it, even the first moment that it came up. So I think that that's one of those instances where he gives you peace that surpasses all understanding. I mean, literally, we're not going to understand why, like, why in the heck am I feeling this peace? Um, it's not understandable. It just is, you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, you definitely hear him. And you, you, you heed his voice. And I think that's why he trusts you with major shifts like this and, and will continue to, as you step out in, in faith. So overall, like now that you've experienced it, cause you've read about it, but now that you've yeah. experienced it, tell me, tell me what this, what this meant to you. Man, this has been amazing. I mean, just the opportunity 
to get with someone else who you're also like confident in hears the Lord's voice as well and cares about his heart and what his plans are. Someone who's a little bit, can be a little bit more objective, you know, like you mentioned a little bit ago, it just brings a level of confidence to what you're hearing yourself, you know, cause it's like some of this stuff I had been already wondering about if the Lord was speaking to me, but having an outside objective source who's able to listen with you uh, separately when they come to you with these, you know, conclusions that very obviously throughout this, you know, have matched. It's like, man, that is unbelievable because you can doubt yourself all day long. Am I hearing the Lord's voice? Was that you, God? Was it not? Um, yeah. Is that just me? Is that my desires? What's going on? But it, I think it helps you obviously make big life decisions like this for sure, but it just even strengthens your confidence in the relationship that you have with the Lord, even outside of the big life decisions like yeah. this. I would say that something that I take away from this is not just, you know, what next move to make literally, but also like, wow, okay. So some of those things that I have been thinking actually were the Lord, um, you know, I do hear you. And and I think that it's much easier to have true relationship with someone when you know that they actually speak back. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that you're able to perceive it, you know, because it's like, I don't know, I grew up in a context where this, the whole idea of God still speaking was not like a big thing. Mm. And that was a question for me all growing up, like, man, how do you have relationship with something that doesn't speak back? I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you imagine just having a bunch of one-way conversations with your friends or family, like what kind of relationship? It's not a relationship, you know? Exactly. Monologues. So I think it, it it helps increase the intimacy uh, between you and him, you know? I agree. I would totally, you, you summarize that beautifully because I grew up in a, in a similar context where like, yeah, God's real, but he spoke to people in the Bible. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, it's always an audible voice. Well, we don't know that. We don't know. I mean, scripture says he spoke to Elijah in a still small voice, right? And then he speaks to people through dreams. And there's so many ways that, I mean, you can't put them in a, in a box, but I'm so happy that this was, was helpful to you. Um, before I let you go, I would love to just kind of pray over you seal these words in, in, in prayer and, and just bless you, uh, in your, in your journey. Amazing. Thank you. Yeah. So Lord, we just lift up Johnny to you and I thank you for this beautiful and, and sacred time. I thank you for his willingness to have this session in the context of, of a podcast, which, um, it can be very vulnerable sharing, you know, major life decisions and, and the things that are on your heart, but he, he stepped out in faith and, and chose to do it, um, not only for himself, but for, for others to discover what prophetic listening is and to discover this, this gift that you've given to, uh, to your body, to, to the church. So right now in the name of Jesus, we just lift up every word that was, that was spoken during our session. And we just lift it up to you for your approval. And if there is anything that was spoken, that was not of you, let it fall to the dust and be forgotten. But for everything that was spoken of you, we seal it in the blood of Jesus. We, we cover it um, in protection by the name and the authority of Jesus Christ. And Lord, I just bless Johnny on his, on his journey to, um, to Virginia. I bless him on his path into full-time ministry, God. And I pray that you would continue to reveal the next stepping stones at the perfect timing and that you would give him such a sensitivity to your spirit that he would be able to immediately recognize when you present that next stepping stone. I also pray for divine connections, divine appointments, um, that he would always be at the right place at the right time with the right people. 
Lord. Position him by your divine authority and power and cause him to be just an effective missile for the kingdom of God, Lord, that he would have an impact that just radiates throughout the generations. And I'm, I'm really just seeing that picture. It's like a missile that, you know, that hits and it makes that impact and, and it can be felt far and wide. And so I pray, Lord, that that would be um, the case of, of Johnny's ministry and that forever, for whomever you have prepared for him, Lord, that it would be just so clear, so apparent and so full of your peace and blessing that he would know that he knows that he knows this is my person. So we just thank you for all of these things. And we trust you um, to bring forth the results in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Thank you so much, Michelle. This has been amazing and uh, so glad that. Hey, fam, fam. I want to thank you for taking the time to watch this episode. I really, really hoped that you were blessed by it. If this taught you anything about hearing God more clearly, about listening to him with other people, if it inspired you watching other people connect with the voice of God, I want to encourage you share this show. Don't be greedy. Don't keep this all to yourself. Share this show. Let other people know about the Prophetic Listening Podcast. Share it on your social. Text a friend about it. Bring it up in conversation. Whatever that looks like for you. Also, if you could do me a huge solid and leave a review. Guys, that helps increase visibility. There is nothing like word of mouth traction. So please leave a review. Lastly, if you want to connect with me on social media, you can hit me up on Instagram at the Michelle Honora. You can also find my work, my resources, my e-courses, as well as the certification program on www.propheticlistening.com. Thank you again. Tune into the next episode. We're here every week. Can't wait to see you on the flip side. God bless.